0: Live after surviving Thanksgiving and Black Friday, it's the Docaburst Podcast, Episode Fifty Four When Zebra Finches Go Bad. In this short episode, we have a monster movie review and me talking a little bit. And now, let's get on with the show. Hello there, everybody. I'm Doc Cross, your host. Welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this on the Saturday after Thanksgiving and had a great one. Had a lot to eat. In fact, earlier tonight, I ate the very last of the massive amount of Thanksgiving food that my sister sent home with my wife and I. I had not seen my sister and her family for almost two years, and so it was good to see them and to see my two little twin grandnieces for the first time. They are incredibly cute and a couple little sweeties. That's pretty much what's been going on here. I hope you all have had a good Thanksgiving, and we are now entering into the thick of the holiday season. Got about a month, and we're going to be doing Christmas. As i Mentioned before, this is the Monday where I'm doing the extended, expanded information for the PDFs as a separate piece. So that should go up right before this goes up, and the PDF should go up right before that goes up. So you'll get three things that you can download on uh, Mondays, every other Monday. So this episode is going to be rather short. I have a movie review of a terrible, terrible bad movie because we've been doing those for a while, and we're going to be doing them for quite some time in the future. And other than that, I may talk a little bit about uh, some future goings-on as far as games and stuff go. But right now, it's time to thank my beloved and wonderful and, hopefully, Thanksgiving-filled patrons who keep everything running. So, thank you, David. Thank you, Avis. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, James. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Peter. You guys are great. Now, the Monster Movie Review we're doing this time around is another one where, like last time, most, if not all, of the dialogue has been replaced by omniscient narration. Quite probably this is because of budgetary restrictions, or people just didn't know how to make a goddamn movie. It's called The Beast of Yucca Flats. Now, this is one of those very short movies. It only runs 54 minutes. And it stars Tor Johnson, who was a wrestler for a long time, Swedish fellow. By all accounts, in his normal day-to-day life, a wonderful person, very nice. But he played a lot of brutal henchmen and crazed killers and monsters and stuff during his acting career. So, The Beast of Yucca Flats was a 1961 B-movie horror film. And really, calling it a B-movie is being extremely generous. It was written and directed by Coleman Francis, and it was produced by Anthony Cardoza, who was also an actor and appeared in several uh, Roger Corman productions, and Roland Martin and Jim Oliphant. It took three people to produce this thing, probably to scrape up the $4.50 they used to make it. Like I said, the movie stars Tor Johnson as Joseph Javorsky and slash the beast, Bing Stafford as Jim Archer, Larry Aiton as Joe Dobson, Douglas Meller as Hank Radcliffe, Barbara Francis as Lois Radcliffe. Now, here goes the plot, and uh, this is something else again. (laughs) The basic plot is that a Soviet scientist named Joseph Javorsky, played by Tor Johnson, flees to a Nevada test site called Yucca Flats, gets hit with atomic radiation from an exploding bomb, and turns into a mindless monster stalking the desert and killing people right and left. The film has very little dialogue, and like I said, most of the speech is done by an omniscient narrator. Now here's an odd fact. The movie begins with a woman stepping out of a shower. She is attacked and strangled to death by a mysterious man as a clock ticks and then it stops. Okay folks That scene has not a damn thing to do with the rest of the movie. There's no reference to it anywhere else in the movie. It's just a scene, and then boom, we go on with the actual movie. I'll explain about that scene, though, later. So, Tor Johnson gets exposed to the bomb and all this stuff, and goes around killing people, and he chases a family around, and there's just all kinds of shit going on in this movie. But it's only 54 minutes long, so what I have told you is what you get. George Johnson, running around in a desert, and later towards the beach, and killing people. And then at the end, surprise, he gets killed by the police in a hail of gunfire, and he dies, and as he lays dying, a jackrabbit nuzzles his dying body, and he pets it a little bit, and then that's it, end of the movie. The setting for the film, Yucca Flats, was based on real-life Yucca Flats, which has been called the most irradiated nuclear blasted spot on the face of the earth. And in fact, in 1970, nine years after this movie was made, 86 workers were exposed to radiation during the Yucca Flat Bainberry test. And in March 2009, uh, Time identified the accident as one of the world's worst nuclear disasters. And really, it was a terrible place. Well, they didn't film there, of course. The actual shooting location for the film were all in California. Santa Clarita for the desert scenes, Saugus for airplane scenes and the airport scenes, and Van Nuys for the opening scene where a woman gets murdered. Now, it was filmed without a soundtrack, and everything else was added later. To avoid having synchronized the soundtrack of the audio to the picture, characters speak only when their faces are either off-screen or not clearly visible. There you go. And their faces are not visible due to darkness or distance or whatever. So you'll see a guy in the distance and he'll yell something. And if you look real close, you'll notice his mouth's not moving or it's moving improperly. During scenes where firearms are used, you'll see uh, the muzzles of guns are usually out of the shot when weapons are fired. So you don't hear the sound and see, you know, nothing coming out of the bullet or no smoke or anything like that. Um, They're... People get shot in this movie, and then two scenes later, they're walking around like nothing happened. Uh, It's just a really, really, really terrible, (laughs) terrible movie. And um, the closing scene with the jackrabbit, in which Johnson's character pets it as he lays dying, um, it was not planned. As he's laying there, a wild jackrabbit just entered the shot and walked up to him and started sniffing him, and he reached out and petted it, and that's it. The total budget on the film was an estimated $34,000, and all I can imagine is that went for buying the equipment the film and stuff, because they couldn't have been paying these people very much. And the first scene in the movie, with the strangulation, murder of a woman, that one was, I don't know, nobody knows exactly why it was uh, put in there, except that the director liked nude scenes, so he stuck one in. That's it. In some uh, edits of this movie, you do actually see the woman's breasts and you know stuff like that. But it was 1961, so you're not going to see a whole lot of that. It is a terrible movie, and you won't see it very often on television anymore because everything's on cable, and apparently they don't show it because it sucks. You can see it on YouTube, and I bet you could probably get it if you still get DVDs. From Netflix, you could get it that way. Uh, you probably find it on DVD or Blu-ray somewhere. But, yeah, it's another terrible movie. Not as bad as the one I reviewed last time, The Creeping Terror, but still a very bad movie. And, yes, I'll be doing another bad movie next time. All right, for now, since I said this was a short episode, we are going to just... Do a little bit of chatting here, folks. Uh, I would like to remind everybody that uh, DunderCon is going to be happening in February, like it always does. Although it didn't do it last year. Um, And it will be at a new hotel in Santa Clara. So that's good. Bigger, roomier, lots more parking. Lots more parking, which was the big problem with the last hotel they added at. If you are thinking of going, the time to submit a game, official game, is running out. It runs out at the end of December. So if you're thinking about being a GM at DunderCon, better get your game in. I will be getting there myself on Thursday afternoon before the con starts on Friday. Uh, we started doing that last year and we found it works real well. Uh, we're more rested and less rushed. You know, not driving through Friday traffic uh, in the Bay Area to get there. And partly we're doing that this year because it is a little further away than it used to be and in an area with a lot more traffic. So, uh, yeah, I'll be there probably, I would say, from about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday until Monday morning. That's when we usually take off. I will be selling stuff at the flea market. I will be running two games. I'll be running a tune game and a DD and d game. And uh, if you come to Dundercon... I'd really like to say hello to you. Anyway, folks, that is about it for this episode. Like I say, these Every Other Monday ones are going to be a little short until I can figure out exactly what I want to put in on these days. And I want to thank everybody for listening. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached on Facebook, where I am Doc Cross, on WordPress at the DocVerse blog, via email at agentroscoe at gmail.com, or, if you're listening via Anchor, you can leave a voicemail. Or, if you're listening on the Patreon page, you can just put a comment right in. If you'd like to support me via Patreon and hear these podcasts weeks before they go up on Anchor, go to www.patreon.com forward slash cross and pledge a dollar or more to hear the podcast, $3 or more to get the PDF in instant places, and here are many podcastings things like that. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, get in touch with me by any of the methods I just mentioned. Our music was Robots A-Cometh by Dan Lebowitz off of the Free Music Archives. And everything on this podcast, except the music, is copyright 2021 by Doc Cross. I will see all of you next time.